do you know there's already a feature out there today that will let you see all of your competitors' Facebook and Instagram ads? Similarly, that allow your competitors to see yours. Plus, Instagram TV. You shouldn't treat this as the biggest new Instagram feature of the year, but as the next big social network. We talk about how IGTV has set YouTube in its sights, but more importantly, how you can take early mover advantage and some tools that will help. All that and a whole lot more in this episode of Inbound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to Inbound Buzz. I'm your host, Moby Sadiq. I hope you're well from wherever you may be tuning into the show. So before we get to Instagram TV, let's talk about Facebook for a little bit. Now, last year, I think episode 83 on the podcast, we discussed, uh, we shared a new announcement by Facebook at the time where they were rolling out new features, ad policies because of the scrutiny they faced, um, you know, because of all those sort of Russian you know, hackers or whatever they were who were meddling and, and influencing the outcome of the 2016 US presidential election, right? So at the time we discussed, there would be a new feature that would allow you to see a competitor's Facebook ads from their page. Now, this is a long time coming. So what What are we now? In July 7, 8, 9, 9, 10 months later, this feature has officially rolled out and there is now a new info and ads tab you can find on any Facebook page. So anyone can go to any Facebook page publicly, click on the info and ads tab on the left-hand side of the, the pages menu and there you will see all the ads that page is actually running currently. Now, there's no exception to the ads Facebook will let you see. This includes boosted ads, ads running ad, ad manager or power editor, third-party tools like Ad Espresso, and even the greater Facebook ads network, which includes Instagram. When you think about it, this is pretty insane. Some of the implications are obvious and others aren't. So for starters, you can now check out all of your competitors' ads, see what they are promoting, the offers they are pushing, and quite frankly, come up with better ads. And in some cases, it will be simply just insightful, just insightful enough to see how many, if any, of your competitors are even running ads and what does that look like. Then, of course, there is that negative flip side. It also means competitors can see all your ads and reverse engineer any of your campaign ideas or strategies as their own. Over time, as consumers get savvier, you also need to consider the fact that people who you may not be necessarily targeting for an offer, like a 25% offer, uh, for example, not the people who you aren't targeting will have exposure to that actual offer as well. Now, this does sound a little bit scary at first, but honestly, I really wouldn't be worried about it. It's it's kind of like the pricing thing. So for most industries, B2C and B2B, it is a commercially good idea to talk about pricing or a bare minimum, just address pricing because that's the number one thing people are looking for when a visit when a, when they visit a business website. So the objection we, all, we always get with that is, oh, my competitors will try to grab that pricing. The thing is, how hard or you know how easy is it for a competitor to mystery shop and obtain that anyway if they really wanted to? It's not very hard at all. So the point is a good idea or offer shouldn't be strangled by the fear, uh, the fear of competition. 
Also, and this is something we mentioned last year, if you occupy a value position in the market and actually commit to it consistently, it doesn't really matter what your competitors are trying to do. And this is a difference between a company that is strategic and a company that is very reactive and just thinks it can peddle an idea via advertising and people will pull out their wallets. And that's simply not the case. A true USP, a a true unique selling point is just that, it's unique. It's embedded not only in your marketing and your messaging, but in your customer service, in your product service delivery, in your operations, through your suppliers. It's very hard to replicate. The key is finding that position or angle in the market that truly sets you apart and you double down on it from the internal uh, value proposition side to the external, your training, your staffing, everything, right? It's not just about a cheap tagline on an ad. The other thing too is, yeah, sure, a competitor can see your ad, but the performance of a Facebook ad is more about targeting and the funnel than it is about the actual creative and copy. Believe it or not, it is more about the targeting. So this feature doesn't reveal who the audience is. It doesn't reveal what interests that you put in or what stage in a Facebook advertising funnel the ad is shown. So for example, you know we've discussed this at length with Massimo in our Ad Espresso interview. Um, we've discussed this previously before, costs on in Facebook are rising. So it's not just a matter of copying an ad and, and, and putting some ads on and paying $5 cost per click. No, it's about finding where you place that ad. You know, maybe the first thing that you send or show to a prospect is an article. And the second thing is an offer. And the third thing might be an actual price or a buy now. You know, the the point is you're not going to be able to see that from uh, just viewing all the ads. Now, my takeaway from this is really, really, really simple. Uh, Within a day of listening to this podcast episode, go out there, uh, get three to five of your competitors on Facebook and do order of all the ads they are running. Find all the ads. And then, you know, I'd almost do this in in uh, in a table, right? Jot down the things that you like, the features that you liked and the things you want to stay away from. Look at your own ads and see how you can improve them. And do not take this one lightly. I mean, with all the news of Instagram TV in the last couple of weeks, this one sort of has gone under the radar a little bit, but it's one that I think will save you a lot of time and creative energy if you do it right. Okay, on to Instagram TV. So a couple of weeks ago, you may have noticed Instagram rolled out Instagram TV or IGTV for short. Instagram has released both a new IGTV app as well as updated the Instagram app with a tab directly inside the original app itself. So if you log into Instagram now, let me just check this on my own phone. You open up Instagram and then you will see in the top right hand corner a little TV, right? If you don't have that, then chances are you have to update your app and you will then see it. So the whole point of around Instagram TV is that it allows creators to upload and watch vertical videos that are up to one hour long. So, you know, in the Instagram sort of stories side of things, you can upload a 15 second snip on just a normal Instagram. As a video, you can upload 60 seconds. This will allow you to upload an hour of video. That's pretty awesome. The whole sort of 
thing around Instagram TV. It's very much based around how people watch YouTube videos on YouTube channels. So IGTV has channels for viewers to watch and each channel is dedicated to a specific creator. So your favorite creator's content is all in one place and easy to access. So a creator obviously can have an Instagram uh, page or an Instagram profile. Um, they'll have their stories and they'll also have their channel as well. So it's all in one place. Now, this is an exciting opportunity opportunity for creators and vloggers and brands, which we'll get into. But it's, it's funny how this is a typical Instagram move or should I say it's a Facebook move because Facebook, of course, owns Instagram. So let's go back a little bit, right? Instagram initially released video as a feature to kill Vine. If you don't know Vine, rest in peace Vine, they used to have these six second videos, Instagram just copied that, killed Vine. Um, then stories to kill Snapchat. So who are they going after this time? The answer is YouTube. It's important to point this out because it shows the importance of the entire Facebook ecosystem, be it Facebook Messenger, Instagram, or WhatsApp, for example. Facebook owns all these properties. And when Facebook slash Instagram, whatever you want to call them, pulls a move like this, it's because they have seen something work in the past. And you can bet they will invest a crazy amount of resources to make it happen. Now, will this kill YouTube like they killed Snapchat and Vine? No, of course not. I very much doubt that. But this is still a game changer move. And we need to take notice and talk about this. The thing is, and this is funny, this is something my wife, Sophie, kind of, you know, it's, it's obvious, but when you say it out loud, but she kind of brought it to my attention. This is going to work because people don't want to jump in and out of multiple apps. And that's something Instagram recognizes. You know, people don't want to be jumping into uh, like a chat uh, app and then, you know, jumping into something with their for their photos and then for their videos and then for channels and watching creators of content. And that's what Instagram TV, it's about to really be about creators of content. Um, you will be able to run ads on this. I can bet my last dollar on that. You will be able to have ads on this soon. But um, the point is in the start, you know, for they're sure there's the ad angle, but there's also the creator angle. Brand, the whole thing around brands being content publishers, uh, it's been going on for about 10 years, right? But this is another place where brands can be creators and connect with actual communities. Now, there are a few other reasons why we need to take notice of this. This is bigger than stories, right? You know, when Facebook released stories, the whole 15 second thing that lasts for a day, it's, it's bigger than that. One of the issues with stories is stories, of obviously, they disappear after 24 hours. Now, I don't see this as a bad thing. It's just different, shorter content for a different purpose that doesn't need as much of a high polish. But notwithstanding that, I did notice that that made a lot of brands at the time reluctant to create for content in a format that would disappear after a while. Um, you know, it just is what it is. You know, brands really, really struggled, particularly medium brands and, you know, uh, small brands to utilize this as a channel, knowing that its content is going to disappear. Um, but the thing is, it, it doesn't here with IGTV. It doesn't. It's essentially like a YouTube channel. You can have content up there and it's going to be there. It's going to, uh, even after it's been created, it, people will share it. Um, it's going to live there forever. Even more reason to create bespoke video, of course, right? So, the thing is now, why by bespoke video, I mean, it's not going to be enough, and I've done it, we've all done it before, we've done it with our clients, it's not going to be enough just to crop a video, 
It's not going to be enough to crop a landscape video or, um, um, you know, like turn it into a, take a video that was designed for another purpose and try to crop it. It's not going to be enough. You need to step up your game. You need to create content. It has to be shot in a vertical uh, orientation. Now, there's a lot of ways people are doing this. I've recently bought a gimbal, which I'll share in the show notes, uh, the Zion Smooth 4, uh, which allows me to put a smartphone, like I can put my iPhone X in that kind of gimbal and I can shoot video like that. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to create it for that purpose. Um, the, the other thing too that I think is really important to mention is there is an early mover advantage here. This is a new network and this is how we need to treat it. You know, when you're talking about this to your colleagues and your bosses and your friends and whatever, uh, your clients, this is a new network. It's not like Instagram stories was a feature. Live video on Instagram years ago was a feature. This is a new network. That's why when they released this thing, they doubled down and released it with an actual new app. And the brands who invest now, and I promise you, if you do it now, you're not going to see it for a couple of months at least. But if you're putting content on this thing consistently, you're sharing this content, you're taking, you're repurposing this content on your normal Instagram channel, your Facebook channel, your website, then this is something you will have an early mover advantage on. And this won't be another thing that, damn, we were just too late. Now, the first step is once you've sort of decided on, okay, cool, what, what are we going to do? What makes sense for us, our brand to uh, create some sort of you know content story around? Is it a behind the scenes thing? Is it a lifestyle thing? Um, is it something that's just very, very business oriented? And it's the most common questions you get asked and done in a very sort of engaging social fashion. Think think of the, the channel where it's living first. Don't just take a boring corporate video and drop it in there. Once you decide on that, you're going to want to create an Instagram TV channel. Now, if I've sold you on that, the first thing you need to need to do is either from the Instagram app or the uh, the IGTV app itself is tap on create channel. You can then create a channel by easily following the on-screen instructions. Dummy proof, right? Now, the beauty of Instagram TV is unlike the normal Instagram app where they make it hard for you to upload something from a desktop, you can do that with Instagram TV. You can create a channel or you can upload video from a desktop, which for a lot of people, for a lot of marketers, it's so much more convenient. You're often creating things or editing things on a desktop. It's easy to sort of upload. And this is another kind of proof point that this is a competing medium for YouTube channels. The videos themselves can be anywhere from 15 seconds to 60 minutes long. And I discussed this earlier, creating portrait video for Instagram TV, the aspect ratio. So creators have to ensure the videos are in MP4 format and with a minimum aspect ratio of four to five and a maximum of nine to 16. And the videos you upload for any techies out there can be up to 3.6 gigabytes in size. And if it wasn't already obvious, you don't need to create your videos on a mobile for Instagram TV. You can use your digital SLR, you can use your little sort of pocket camera, you can use a $20,000 camera if you wanted to. You can simply create uh, upload it in the aspect ratio and I can't stress that enough have that portrait aspect ratio because that's how people are going to consume video on this thing and then go for gold it's just a matter of time Instagram TV is going to be the biggest driver behind vertical video sure snapchat was a catalyst and then Instagram stories but this is the channel that's really going to push vertical video as a new standard okay so what should you use for editing because that's something I get asked time and time again um, and the short answer is Camtasia. 
Now, you might actually have videos that look okay if you repurpose them, if you sort of crop out the, the ends to make them portrait. You could do that in Camtasia. You could drag that in, create the sort of uh, the, the canvas or whatever they call it, drag that in and crop the, the bits out that aren't as important. Um, you could also shoot in an iPhone or, or a smartphone. And that honestly, for most people, the way these cameras are and how powerful they are these days and and the ability of these cameras to connect to external audio sources means you don't need anything more than a, than a new smartphone these days. If you do that, if you shoot it in that, you may want to put a little bit of treatment. You might want to put a lower third, edit out little bits and pieces here and there. You can use Camtasia to do that. Now, I will note, I do have Premiere Pro as part of our agency subscription to Creative Suite. But the way I see it is why use a Ferrari to go to the corner store if a you know 20 second bike trip will do the job. It's just so easy. And for me, I mean, I've actually recently just purchased a new Surface uh, Pro, which I highly recommend. They are the bee's knees. Honestly, they're better than Max. And if you want to challenge me on it, let's have a Twitter wall. No problem at all. I've had Max for 10 years. Um, I've got the Surface Pro and this one's pretty good, but it's still not a videographer's sort of like type of machine. It's not an overly powered machine. It's more kind of portable and versatile. So for most people, Camtasia will do the job as well. It's got some really, really cool features like a drag and drop interface, you know, like what you see, what you get type of thing. Um, you have How it works is you have these layers. So one layer could be the audio. One layer will be the main video. Um, you might have another, you might have your logo on a layer on top of that. So um, obviously the layer that's at the top will be the one that will take precedence in what the viewer is seeing. Um, you can have call outs on screen, you can have text on screen, um, you know, you can have your name there, you know, which is called, uh, known as a lower third. Make it look really, really professional. In terms of price, Camtasia in itself is around $200. Um, and I use it now because I've been using it for years and I'm used to it. But there are a whole bunch of other competitors out there. I mean, it's kind of like uh, HubSpot's competitors. There's competitors out there of HubSpot that literally just copy their features and that's sort of, you know, I guess part of their business model. Um, there is a tool called Movavi, M-O-V-A-V-I. I'll link that in the show notes as well. Um, by the way, everything I've discussed today, any links, any sort of extra features, examples, you can get it in the show notes, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP93. So Movavi is $60. It's you know around three times cheaper. And it literally, I haven't used it myself, but the screenshots look exactly the same as Camtasia. Um, and yeah, that's it. So hopefully this episode, you've got a lot of out of this episode, some very, very practical insights in terms of checking out your competitors' Facebook ads, um, trying to think about at least you know Instagram TV and what your brand can do in terms of creating stories around this thing and um, what you can use for editing. So if you have any questions at all, you know where to reach me at Moby Sadiq on Twitter or Moby at redpandas.com.au and I'll join you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.